You're listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. Holy shit, guys. Are you guys ready to take the quantum leap? Oh, yeah. Well, this is some quantum leap ass shit. We're gonna fucking join tonight. My first two guester podcast show uh, with uh, the return of Madam Roxy Firestone from the second season. Madam Roxy Firestone speaks. If you haven't heard that, go back and fucking listen to it. It's pretty great. And also joining is her friend, White Lightning. <laughs> We're going to see what they have to say as they speak out on behalf of the Federation and the head of their Federation of Gaia, which is the whole universe or something like that. You're going to have to hear him say it for yourself because I'm fucking baked. Brought to you tonight by Gorilla Glue. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I can't get enough of this shit. Anyway, they got a positive thing to fucking say. And stick around and fucking listen to it. (laughs) Motherfuckers, god damn it. Welcome back, guys. This is a super special show tonight because this is the first time... I've been able to have two guests on at once. And for me and my amateur wet behind the ear podcasting ass motherfucker in the stage, this is a good thing. I'd like to welcome back to the show, Madam Roxy Firestone. It is a privilege to have you with us tonight. Glad to be here. Thank you so much. And also joining us for the first time is White Lightning. Welcome to the show, White Lightning. Thank you for having me, Adam. All right, well, I know we want to talk about some certain things. I'm going to let you guys have the floor. I'm going to kind of back off, and I'm uh, going to let Madam uh, Firestone here tell what is on her mind, and this should lead into an interesting show. You guys agree? Yes. All right, well, let's get this fucker rolling. All right, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I use that that term loosely. He uses everything loosely. You know, there, there's something about it. <laughs> I'm a little loose. I'm a little <laughs> uh. Well, I want to introduce White Lightning personally. Um, I know that uh, this is your first time having uh, two guests on your show, Adam, and I'm so honored and privileged to be a part of the first time for that happening for you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Yes, well, I think very highly of you, and uh, you know we go back a long way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I always keep the spirit of Lils alive. Lils, I'm glad you knew her. You guys knew her. Yes, and White um, Lightning is uh, a friend that has been a dear close friend. He's an old soul. And uh, for those of you that are not light workers, that means he's been around the block and he knows the rodeo. He knows the whole kit and caboodle, so to speak. Um, what I think I've been a rodeo clown some of my life, so it's, I'm good at it. Exactly. Uh, he's been in front of the stage. He's been on the stage. He's managed the stage. He's set the stage. And there's not enough good things I can say about him. But one highlight that I wanted to bring to everyone's attention is that when I first met White Lightning, he said I'd hit the friend lottery. Hmm. Is that not correct? Uh, I did say that, Rock. Uh, I tell you, though, um, I'll be honest with you, I I was the winner of that lottery over the years, I realized. Well, Adam asked a very good question, and he said, what exactly is 
the friend lottery, first of fucking all, and then you can tell me why you feel that now you've hit it. So, please, here he is to explain hitting the friend lottery and switching the jackpot. It's white lightning. All right. Well, just like any other, any other lottery when you go to the, the uh, gas station and pick up some scratcher tickets or anything else, if you're a winner, you know, you, you win the prize. And, and I, I felt that uh, when we first met that I was the prize, but turned out it was you. It was you. Like so that. what exactly does it mean to hit the friend lottery? Well, you're rich. You're rich. Well, rich means money and currency, but does it mean abundance? Does it mean... Yeah, what's uh, the reference of uh, the wealth, you know? What, what, yeah, what, exactly. What's the deeper meaning of the richness? Well, money ain't uh, much or anything, to be to be perfectly honest. But friends are, are... That's what it's all about, you know? So the friend lottery is actually a better lottery to play, you know, than, than the, uh, the, the typical... So how does one exactly play a friend lottery? I mean, do you try to hit numbers? Yeah, it's kind of a game. It's more of a game of chance, just meeting that friend, you know? Well, what attracts you to a true friend? To what? What attracts you to a true friend? How do you get around the haters? Um, well... You've been a hater a few times, but I'm not going to bring that up on this. <laughs> no, we should. It's art therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, she was so mad, she threw a remote control across the room at me. I was like, oh, what is going on? My goodness. But no, it's, I'll tell you, um, you know, we've, we've, we've been through it all. I guess all of us have had, uh, you know, some of the same typical issues I think everybody in the world at one time or another, but uh, I know for a fact I probably wouldn't have made it through any of, uh, any of those times. I wouldn't be on this call today. I probably wouldn't be on this earth today if I didn't have her around to help me get through, uh, you know, my tough times. And what I've always found interesting with the two of us is um, she could be down on a particular time where I'd be up, and then you know week two, whatever that, you know, then I'd be down and, and, and she would be up. And we, we just kind of took care of each other um, mm-hmm. over the years in, in ways that, you know, friends do and, and, and lift and, and encourage and, and do those things. Um, I was especially, um, I, I, don't, I don't know how much I can say here, but. You can say what you want. Nice... You can say what you want. Okay. It's fine. Okay. And it, it's clean too. That's good news. No, but Rox came up with kind of a, a thing for, you know, you, you have uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, you have Narcotics Anonymous, you have all these things out there. But we found that uh, when people deal with mental illness or, or depression or any of these things, there's just not a whole lot of reach-out groups out there other than maybe uh, the professionals. <laughs> but, um, you know, I found over time they, they weren't all very professional. but um, where where we would keep in contact and call each other and, and make sure just kind of the same way uh, along the same lines. And it wasn't like one was the, uh, um, like an AA, you have a sponsor, and then, you know, sponsors like the, I don't want to say boss, but, you know, the, the more a senior person. But, but in our case, you know, we were just, we were just equals, but we, uh, we knew what we were going through and we knew how to, to encourage each other through those times. And um, I like to think, you know, we've kind of worked through those times. Um, we even came up with a term over the years, instead of using mental illness, I, I like uh, mental differences. You know, we just think different, you know, and we have, uh, and, and hmm. unfortunately, over the, you know, some, some systems call it an illness. But, uh, and I'm not trying to make light of mental illness or, or mental differences, but it uh, it gets confused with spiritual awakenings, and that's what happened. Exactly, you know, because when we would talk to people about things that were happening to us, and they were happening to us, there's no question about it. But yeah, the first thing they would say is, "I'm not crazy." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I still say it often, and, and most time I get the response, "Yes, you are." But 
But no, um, it, well, I'm uh, crazy about my spiritual awakening. How about that? There you go. There you go. But, um, and it was it was so new. I mean, I met you back in 2012, correct? Yeah. Yeah. We and were you were working. online. Mm-hmm. Doing a marketing thing, dealing with Bitcoin when Bitcoin first came. It was Bitcoin, and you were challenged with some sort of process that they were asking us to do. And I remember reaching out to you. I'm like, "You need me to help you with that?" And you were like, "That's really nice of you, but I think I got it." And uh, you uh, were posting online about some of your trials and tribulations, and that spoke volumes to me because you put it right out there. What I appreciated about you, White Lightning, was your honesty. And at that time, back in 2012, you think about this, you were willing to share your experience, strength, and hope with me. And what does A-A-O-A-N-A-N-E-A Talk about and share your experience, strength, and hope. So I said, well, guess what? I'm going to start a calm network. And we're going to be about calm responses when people are at their breaking point. And Mr. White Lightning, you and I have talked when you've been at your breaking point. Uh, same as you, Mr. Adam. You oh, yeah. have been at your breaking point. Oh, yeah. Still. And, uh, Still. <laughs> we, we talk. I tell you what, I'd also like to consider, though, uh, you know, Adam, when I met you, I felt the same way. You know, it probably wasn't as, as big as a um, a, uh, a pull in with that win on on the friend lottery as this rock. You know, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I thought, I thought, you know, I've heard that album, before. No, <laughs> yeah, and your artwork just blew me away. You know, I, I've always had what I think is a pretty good eye for for real true artists. And thank you. And uh, and then uh, when I when I heard your first podcast and your name, I said, "Man, that's perfect. That's perfect." You know, because because art does heal. It's it's healed me. It's helped. You know, not going into too much detail. I went through a pretty ugly divorce, and then I made a lot of stupid mistakes after that with you know alcohol and cars and you know police officers. So I think you could put the dots together there, but. Um, well, you so, know, you know, it's not going to end well when you roll down the window and the uniform person is asking you for your license, and you said, "What seems to be the officer problem?" <laughs> <laughs> In your uniform, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's not going to go well. <laughs> That's awesome. Did we get out? That's some gutter punk shit, man. It reminds me of some gutter punk memories on my end, <laughs> for I did, sure. <laughs> I did my job. These aren't the droids you're looking for, and he went on. <laughs> but then, then this person, White Lightning, had police officers on his payroll. Now uh, I'm going to disclose. I'm oh going to disclose how he. I'm going to disclose how he went undercover in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. This would be usually where the sensors would cut us off or the car would drop or Jesus would come in. <laughs> oh, there we go. Where, where is that a siren? No, that was me whistling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Call 911. What's the number? The number you have reached is no longer in service or doesn't give a fuck. Please check the number and try again. I'm sorry. The number you have reached has been... <laughs> <laughs> taking a donut break. <laughs> White Lightning had to go undercover at a homeless shelter that was run by a very scrup- unscrupulous character. Oh, my. Oh, my. He made, he made a video that would make uh, NBC, ABC, and um, all of the networks take notice, and he along with my help, brought down this homeless shelter that was an abomination on this planet. Oh, yeah? Well, I, I was just really, really upset with this man because what he was doing is he was, he was going about and, and pulling, you know, some of our uh, nation's citizens, you know, some of the weakest among us that didn't, they didn't know a lot better, and he, he'd have them sign over their, their Social Security or their, their food stamps or whatever into his system, and then back from three to four in these dilapidated rooms with plumbing. Oh, wow. I mean, it was just, that shit's it was, greasy it as fuck. Worse. That is greasy as I fuck. Was, 
I was so mad when I found out what was going on, so I just put my Walter Cronkite britches on, for anybody that remembers old Walter. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, and I just went in there, I, you know, I had this cell phone that I could, and I took him to task. Now, that, that video, it's called the Rooming Review, for those of you who want to see it, it's on YouTube. Wow. But, uh, you can see it and see what he was doing, and, and it took a little while, and that really upset me, but then about, Oof. you know, several months later, I got a call. Or actually, I got a, a message on the uh, actual video on the YouTube page. Says, "How do I get a hold of you?" And I said, "Well, who's it?" You know, I kind of put my smart ass on, and he goes, "Well, this is uh, Detective So and So from the police department." Of course, I had to straighten up my act real quick because I said, "I said, what's the officer problem?" I was taking a big hit right just then. <laughs> That's looking fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, he says, my supervisor, the chief of detectives, wants to have a word with you. Can you meet? And, and I did, you know, with, and so just went through and asked if I really witnessed all of those things I saw. And I'm thinking, no, why would, why would I go in and make a stupid video like that if I didn't, you know? So, yeah. But anyway, oh, oh, this man, Adam. He made what he called his trash can suit. Now, it was one of those big old chili cookers or, you know, the big things. I think they make tamales in or something. The big tall ones. Oh, yeah. He'd use the leftovers of, of, of a meal and just put it in there. Every meal, put it in there, put, and never took it out, never cleaned it, never changed it, and it just kept growing and growing. You know, and I was like, what the? It was just, it was just, just pure, you know, inhumane, you know. Stuff that unfortunately there's a lot of inhumane people out there these days. I don't know. He interviewed the residents there. They were in tears, crying and sobbing and hysterical, saying what the owner was doing to them. And then there's an uh, uh, a good ending to the story. There is another video that exists on YouTube where they are showing you highlights of the police going in and interviewing the owner who is totally oblivious to anything. He's like, I run a clean place. What, what the fuck? I, I, yeah, I got food. There was a rather large woman there, and, and, and he had one of the other patients take her in and out of bed in the bathroom. Was, it just There was just so much wrong with it. His Whoa. drug drawer or, or drug cabinet, nothing was labeled, nothing, and he just handed out pills, like, you know, here's, here's some pills, go, you know. Nobody knew what they were getting. It was, just, it, was it broke my heart. It broke my heart. How could that, so, so it was just lightning, a big old scam. Yeah. yeah, White Lightning was responsible for doing that in that location in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, wow, that's Do you cool, think man. that that made him... Yeah, do you think that that made him a hero? Hell no, that made him a wanted target because yeah, if course. he could do that and infiltrate that homeless shelter, what else is he capable of? Oh my God. Well, yeah, that's how power works in the arena, you know? You know, because that, that kind of thing right there is exactly what I'm studying right now, guys, is about power. Well, you know? Guys, I ain't done yet. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let exactly. you keep going. I'm going to let can go. you keep going, man. Go. We'll reflect after. Yeah, he can go wherever he wants. There's so many homeless shelters, and then he got the bright idea. There's so many corrupt businesses. There's so many corrupt restaurants. There's so many corrupt everything. Abuse of power, politics. yeah. Abuse of power. And then we got into talking about politics. And uh, I'm like... Power struggling, man. I'm so, there, uh, off the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, uh, California. Where you at, man? Near Latigo? Uh, not quite that far. We pulled off to Latigo. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Over by the but, 76er. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I know Malibu, man. I've, I was a nanny in Malibu. I was a nanny uh, for oh, well, a minute. A nanny? I, yeah. Uh, for uh, I helped nanny uh, Jane Seymour's uh, kid for a minute, uh, a hot, hot that second. Just, <laughs> that just seems like a bad C movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Jane Seymour was married to uh, James Keach, and 
uh, James Keach's brother's obviously Stacy Keach, you know. So I at least knew who oh. Stacy Keach was, and then uh, Medicine Woman, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, Malibu, I dumpster dived fucking out Axel Rose's trash can. He had nothing but empty corn box, cornflake boxes in there. That's my claim to fame in Malibu. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. No, but it didn't do him any justice. He looks like Kathy Bates now. No offense. Oh. <laughs> There's some action going on in the Malibu. That's the thing. So White Lightning started. White Lightning started finding that helicopters were finding him and. He was getting chased by police officers, and he's like, what the fuck? You did a good I job. Military Jones chased me around uh, Venice Beach. Now, I don't think it had anything to do with the LSD I was taking that afternoon. <laughs> but the Military Jones chased me around Venice Beach. I That's awesome, man. Well, California is the home well, of the craziness. Awesome. It wasn't awesome when he was detained. They picked him up because they wanted to have a personal consult with him. You want to talk about that, White Lightning? Isn't this the area where, where Adam steps in and says, the viewpoints of Mr. Sanders are not any yeah. thing to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not a I'm not your I'm not a DA man. I'm a I'm a podcast in stoner. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but uh no, whatever you want to talk about, man. I mean, th- this is yeah, very higher, interesting shit. Forces, well, the higher I'm going to tell you the secret. So the higher forces were after him and it turns out he's undercover. Mm. He's actually an ambassador for the Gal- Galactic Federation. Now, oh, shit. some of our listeners may not know about the Galactic Federation. It is a federation made to protect the Earth, protect the Earth, okay? And I've been a channeler for some non-physicals that are known collectively as simply Abraham. Hmm. Abraham is channeled primarily by Esther Hicks. It was Esther and... Who else? Jerry. Her husband, Jerry. Uh, Jerry Her husband, Jerry. Exactly. And they present law of attraction. That is the starting point for spiritual awakening. If you have been seeing 1111 or any repeating numbers, because White Lightning happens to be fond of 1212, since he handles the 12 planets in our solar system. And uh, he recently had a trip out there. And... Uh, White Lightning, if you can kind of give us an update on what the Galactic Federation is letting you know about the message that we were going to deliver. Uh, I don't know if you realize, but the second coming got canceled. Mm. (laughs) Insert scary laughter. (laughs) Or Skeletor, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my pretty. Uh huh. Margaret. Real quick, this is the first I heard about the twelve twelve thing. I thought it was all the twelve packs. I I didn't realize. Well, they gave you a twelve pack, said you ain't have a six pack. You know what? That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Uh-oh. Oh, no. You got a two liter. Is, Ab- is, is Abraham down with this joking that you guys are? Absolutely. All right, good. Absolutely. Just want to make sure. Abraham is has a very witty and wry sense of humor. Like, if you read it, it like if it were written down, you would say it one way, but then if you think of, let's say, like a Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson can make anything sound mad, right? Mm-hmm. He's a damn cornflake! <laughs> with, with a motherfucker at the end of it. <laughs> right, right. He's where I got my inspiration for him. Yeah, he's my in, he's my sole inspiration for saying motherfucker at the end of it, everything. Honey, kill all cornflakes! <laughs> 
Sounds a little funky. And then I had Al Pacino in my head Uh-oh. telling me, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, ah, ah, Al Pacino, ah, yeah. Ooh-wah. You know what I've been Ooh-wah. watching with yeah. Al Pacino right now is The Hunters. I just started it on uh, Amazon Prime. That's a good flick. I really like that one. Yeah, it's a series, you know. It's about, you know, Nazis living in America that these guys end up going to, you know, eradicate it's pretty great man yeah, so far so i really like that one that's a good one i binge watch that one. Oh, i'm about to binge <laughs> anyway uh i want to hear more about what you guys are doing what's your roles in the federation you guys both have roles in the federation what i want to specifically ask about that because well, well my, my entire title actually is the ambassador of goodwill because we looked around, and there wasn't a whole lot of people doing goodwill around this, this uh, earth of ours. No, that's not true. There's a lot of great people out there. I'm, I make a lot of jokes, but there are, you know, there's some great people out there doing a lot of great things. Um, one of the main things that, that I've, I've put my concern on in my life is the homeless, because I never understood anything about it until, they, until I became one, you know? And... Uh, it sucks, you know, there's, there's a, so much to it that, you know, and then the system itself puts a lot of uh, uh, barriers, it seems like, or, or things that, you know, that almost are, are built in to keep people that way. I, I, I've just seen so much things that, that you know, but uh, we're, we're working on some things. I created, uh, you know, something called the Venice Love Project, and I'm we're still working on that, and I'm hoping that in, within the next, uh, you know, three to six months that it can be really uh, brought into a bigger, fuller light and um, that we start talking as a nation, you know. And and uh, not that I'm some, you know, holy roller Bible something, you know, but, uh, you know, I think it was Ronald Reagan, you know, if we're to be that light on the hill, you know, how can we have people, you know, dying in the streets eating out of trash cans? It just, it's just that's not right, you know. And so... And there are some people who have so much and others that have so little. There's this huge bridge that needs to be covered, and that's where the Federation comes in. We want to balance it out a little bit. Now, some people might call that socialism. I disagree. It's looking out for your fellow human beings. That's, that's exactly right. It's not, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that we just dole out everybody a, a, you know, a certain amount and nobody gets more and nobody gets less. I'm not saying that. But on the same hand, I think to those that have been given much, much should be expected, you know? Well, and that's where the New World Order comes in. There's a proposal that every person, every living human being on this planet should be afforded the right to breathe. Let's have clean air for everyone. Let's have clean water for everyone. Let's have Right to a home. And safe shelter for everyone. They're not going to be, you know, molested or robbed while they try to sleep. It's just, Amen. No, there needs you know, to be that uh, global uh, protection seal that's asserted, you know. And that's where Abraham comes in because Abraham is all about Gaia. Gaia is the entire planet. We're talking about the universe. We're talking about the whole entire galaxy, the globalization of safe, affordable housing with clean water and clean air for everyone to breathe. Now, COVID-19 or the coronavirus has thrown a kind of a wrench in the plan, and that was sent as a warning because, like I said, Jesus was supposed to be coming back. And Jesus... Wait, 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 wait. He's not back? I thought he was back. Jesus, the Christ, did not like what he was saying on this planet. His reports were coming from all the saints. And, you know, poor John, who was running back and forth between the earth and heaven, was like, Jesus, you got to come piece this out. So Jesus was like, what the hell, people? I'm not coming back to this bullshit. No, 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 no. That that, that place is no good. (laughs) 
No good. Yeah. No good. Got I that see, part right. I see, <laughs> I see why my brother Satan. I see why my brother Satan dipped out and went down there and tried to straighten some things out. But everybody started blaming the devil. Oh my gosh! Here we go. The devil made me do. It. Have you guys the devil made me do? It. So as the ambassador of goodwill, he had a very tough road to climb. He had to be in like 15,000 places at the same damn time. And it's difficult and it's challenging. And he had to take some time off from time to time. And that, I'll be honest, it hurt me. It disappointed me because I enjoy your company, White Lightning. And uh, you always play great music for me. I'm going to give another little uh, teaser here. White Lightning is a phenomenal digital DJ, and he can do vinyl, and you don't find that very often. He is planning some raves. He is planning some underground get-togethers, um, invitation only. Um, we're going to be blasting Abraham and the teachings for light workers, especially you newcomers. Um, we want to welcome you in with open arms and let you know that your tribe is here. We got you. We got you. We got you. Oh. <laughs> Life workers. <laughs> I like to know. Weirdos out there that, you know, if, if, if nobody else will take you, you come on over here because you'll be You're right never along with Firestone. And White Lightning has a way of calming your shit down when you're feeling like you're at the end of your rope and you need to tie a knot. He's got the rope. I wanted to, I wanted to ask a question because in a lot of ways the same kind of presentation is presented through a lot of kind of cults and stuff like that. And I'm not calling you guys a cult. I'm just saying, how would you discern? To I got some Kool Aid for you, though. Ah, how would you discern? How would you discern? Uh, you know, I, to I a, got your question and I have your answer. Yeah. It's called collective understanding. Now, we're all familiar with having a, a, you know, people say, are we clear? Yes, I understand you, sir, ma'am. How about an understanding, an overstanding, an understanding that goes beyond, beyond what you realize is reality, and now you're into what we like to think of as the other side. If it, you were to look at hmm. yourself in a mirror, you'd be looking at the other side. Mm -hmm. And that's who we deal with. We deal with people on the other side. And collective understanding... I just got back from there this morning. It's been a heck of a trip. Exactly. Well, okay, now hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm going to stop you, right? White Lightning, what <laughs> you just said... Could you reflect mm -hmm. on that a little bit more for the audience? Yeah. What does that so mean right that ahead. you were just there and and what does it mean to be in fifteen thousand places at once? What does that talk mean? about the talk about the shift, White Lightning, and get it to the dimension? Honestly, uh, and then uh, it was actually New Year's Eve of nineteen ninety two, and um, I didn't quite understand it all back then, but I know now because of having re-experienced it, but I, uh, you know, I came to this time, you know, um, whether it was my whole physical body, it wasn't like I was just, you know, walking around, you know, smoking cigarettes or something, but I, I was here. I mean, I've seen, seen a lot of things. Matter of fact, I remember doing a, a, a podcast or not a podcast, but a webinar with, with rocks one time and right in the middle of the, the webinar, I mean, I kind of froze up because I looked up. And I saw rocks, and I had I'd seen it before. And when I, when it first happened, you know, I was trying to tell everybody about it, but then a lot of people, oh, you're crazy, you know, and I, they, they love to throw that word word in. Yeah. Or you know, or the mentally ill. They sure. Throw that one in there too. Bipolar. Uh, that's a great one. The whole rouster. Yep. Yep. But um, now you know, at this point, I've I've understood it a lot better, but. But what was interesting for me, you know, just within the last, you know, seriously, uh, 24 hours, it was like I was being torn between that time, because I was going back there as well, and then the other side, you know, speaking with myself over there, and then and then here, dealing with all the dealings here, and it just, it can get, it can get a little bit 
uh, you know, weird, will make me a little bit weary at least. You know, it's it's wearing on you physically to be able to, uh, you know, yeah. go back and forth to other dimensions. Is it intradimensional or is it actually a, a, an actual, like, other dimension? Um, so hard to explain and that's why well let me help out let me help out white lightning because that is a very great question adam thank you and and we do need to spend time on that and that's why we're offering free webinars where people can come and hear more about the exact process when you first awaken and realize oh shit this is the matrix (laughs) yeah right a lot of people know it they already know yeah yeah, it's as if you're driving along in your vehicle and all of a sudden the road disappears and you're left with nothing. You are left in an open field and it's like, I just stepped into naked and afraid and it's my life. And, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're homeless or you're suicidal or you are not fitting in, you, you, You've had some issues, you've had some challenges, and you have no one who understands you. You have no one to talk to. You have no one to guide you. You have no one to support you. You have no one to help you. You ask somebody for a dollar, and they're like, I ain't got it. Okay? It's loneliness on a level that I didn't even understand even existed. You know, I've been, I've been through it, but I, I, tell you, I tell you what helped me get through it, and, and, and I'll be quick about it. But I enjoy going out and helping others. That's how I got past my bad times. I, I would go out and serve others because, honestly, there's nothing greater than helping a fellow man. There just really isn't. It's, my religion is love, just plain and simple. I mean, and, yes, I, you know, I know Jesus Christ, I bet that, but I try to live as, as I believe he would and not in a church sense where, oh, you're going to hell, or, you know, yeah. none of that, you know. I mean, That's good. From my understanding of Jesus, you know, when he came in and, you know, there was the, the money changers in, his, in the temples, you know, he started kicking in chairs and knocking down tables. That's right. You know, I mean, he's a badass. You know, he didn't like, he didn't like you know, what was going on. And, yeah. And, and if you look at his life, you know, who was he hanging out with? He was hanging out with the prostitutes. And the you know, because those are the people that need the love. And so I started doing that, and, and it really helped me get out of my own problems. It helped me grow. It helped me. Uh, it came to a point for myself where I had to back off because it was almost an addiction in the sense that I was filling everybody else's cup but not my own. So now it's been a, a really fine balance of, of loving everybody but also loving myself. And, um, and let's um, talk about that term because what – um, what what White Lightning was able to do was to transform himself from unconditional love to a term that has been coined as non-conditional love. There was never a break with source energy. He was never disconnected from source energy. Everything that we've heard about in the past in regards to the Bible and the biblical uh, crucifixion was an act. It was a warning. The end of Revelations, what does Jesus tell us to do? Pass it on. Keep it going. And what did we do? We fucked it up. And he's not happy about that. But but the good news is we have helpers from other galaxies that are looking on planet Earth and Gaia and saying, oh, my God, what has happened here? Let's help them. Let's have collective understanding. And that's why there's so many meditations out there. That's why there are so many people that are producing their own YouTube channels. That's why there are so many gifted people like you, Adam, who have podcasts so that we can speak the truth and let people know, first and foremost, you are not disconnected from source energy. If you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, you, my friend, dear beloved one, are a light worker. And we have training. We have training that will help you understand exactly what that means. And believe it or not, your sacred mission is very simple. It's to take care of yourself. As my father said, God rest his soul, 
a good lifeguard will never risk his life trying to save someone who can save themselves. But I do want a heck of a doggy paddle. Can't tell a lie. I, uh, do you guys mind if I talked about something that was kind of off the grid a little? Please do. Well, you know, I, I'm one of these guys that studies a Sumerian text. And, uh, according to the mythology, you know, we were engineered by Nibiru. Yep. Um, now, according to the journal of Lord Anki, he, he states near the beginning of it, um, that the reason that Nibiru and Saturn and Mars and Jupiter are stationed on that side of the asteroid belt are as, uh, they have the same roles as police officers, okay? That's a, that, and when they call them watchers, that's what they're referring to. They're watching out for the Kuiper Belt. According to the Sumerian mythology, the Anki states that, you know, the reason they're there is because no other beings are allowed to cross the Kuiper Belt. You guys ever heard that? That that was the law of the Creator? That was asserted to the rest of the universe? Were they not allowed because they didn't want to uh, poison them with our ways? Or what? I mean, I, I have not heard that to, be, uh, to answer your question, but that's why I thought I asked the question. I, I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was interesting, you know, and it, it does launch into some kind of uh, not argumentative, um, but rather just uh, from, because I'm only going by what was translated by Zechariah Sitchin. You know, that's all I got. And these these were tablets that were uh, brought out of uh, Iraq during 2004 from the U.S. government. They found these tablets. There were 714 of them. They're only the size of, like, jumbo kindergarten flashcards. If you know how big that well, is. And that's the, that's the <laughs> operative word. When you say kindergarten, you don't send a kindergartner into high school, and you certainly don't send them off to college. Without having properly trained them. <laughs> well, don't, mis like, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I was giving you an example of how big these tablets were, rather. Um, but the, no, no, no. But that's, the, that's a good point. It's just like being uh, at it, the... What do you think about that? I guess... Okay, just to cut just through like it. Being, are other beings technically allowed to cross the Kuiper Belt? Because well, I, I'm under the impression that they're not. Well, when it's time, there there is sacred information and sacred knowledge that you just don't throw out there. Again, think of a Thanksgiving table. Okay, the adults, remember, would sit over at one side, and then they'd have the kids' table. Right. And it's kind of the same way with sacred knowledge. Until you're ready, until you're ready, we, we you know, uh, the adults, no, you know, children at one time were supposed to be seen, not heard. Until it's time, until you've been prepared properly, and that's where the that's where the the whole uh, challenge is coming in. People are not being prepared. I mean, here Jesus was saying, "I got this mansion for you," and people were like, "I got away for my twelve hundred dollar stimulus check." He's like, "What the <laughs> hell?" <laughs> I prepared you read? Didn't you read my memo? I prepared mansions for you. I got this whole thing going and happening. They were like, fuck that shit. I, I got to get my bills paid. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus was like, excuse me? Bill? Yeah. You must be talking about the profit dollar bill. And they were like, the profit? We, we got a profit? And they were thinking P-R-O-F-I-T, and that goes back to money, which we know is really non-existent. I had a friend uh, yeah, totally. go to the bank, and they were out of money. Like, how can a bank be out of money? <laughs> yeah, well, how can they're the, the ones making it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were how talking about world... me going to the bank, and I didn't have any money. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, yeah. right? It's like, nope, it doesn't yeah. exist. It's just gone. You're gone. You're, yeah. You've been erased. Yeah, let me... If I can interject here real quick, guys, because um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm be a little bit more serious than I usually am. Um, right now, we're in a place, and uh, you know, from from some of the channels and information where I, you know, get get my data, you know, it, it's it's going to get kind of ugly, you know. 
And so it's up to those of us that understand, A, that money ain't shit. They just, you know, if they can print it, they can print some more, you know. But love, again, I'm going to go back to that key phrase, love, because love is what's going to get us through. And art, honestly, I believe the artists will heal the world. Artists have the keen ability to to portray information or, or you know, give information in ways that, that help reach people, you know, in better ways than, than just, you know, your traditional uh, educational schooling. And so for those of us that have some of this knowledge that people say don't exist and, and, and gifts like, like, you know, with your artwork and everything else, we're going to come together, and this is my belief, and this is my, I mean, my honest-to-God belief, we're going to come together and it's, you know, it's a slow start. It's been a slow start, but it's going to start picking up and picking up. I think this uh, coronavirus, and I, I don't believe much much of any of it. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Um, if you look throughout our, our nation's history and any, and any government's history, you know, people are lied to by the, those in power to keep them in power. Wait, well, can I stop you right there, White Lightning? What do you yeah, mean that, on, as far as the coronavirus comment? What do you mean of, as far as, like, you... You don't believe it's real, or is that what you're saying? Well, let me let me let me tell you something. If you think about like uh, if it's if it's as deadly as it was was portrayed when this first started, you know, where do you think the the worst place is going to be hit? Oh, oh, I'm gonna fill in that answer real quick. The people in the streets, the people that don't have the ability to wash their hands, the people that don't have, you know, all the the uh, uh, what's that little alcohol stuff they put? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, let me tell you something right now. Skid Row is bumping, okay, and, and and just as well as them. They're not wearing masks. They're not, you know. Why aren't people dying in the streets? I mean, they made this out like we couldn't even go and talk to our neighbors. And but I believe but people are that. dying, and and they are dying of it. Yeah. So well, we've heard. Now, Where are they? Where are the dead bodies? If all of these dead bodies have piled up, okay, then where are they? And, and if all and these people have well, passed away, I only ha- I have one friend body. that that passed away from it. Can I can I say something there though? There are doctors now coming on record that that all the other deaths have dropped when coronavirus has raised. So all the heart attacks have dropped, all the liver diseases dropped, all the gunshot wounds have dropped, all of them. And I, I, I know personally, personally, I know people that were supposed to go take these tests that, that, that were unable to make it. And, and the next week, they got positive results. Now, how do they get positive results if they never took the test? You know, there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of shady stuff around. I won't argue with that. There, it is shady as shit, and there is a lot of conspiracy. And I can see, I can, I can understand why that feeling would be there about it not existing and the Orwellian effect that it, it's an obvious Orwellian tactic, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah there, you know. There, is, there is such a thing as a coronavirus, and it's been around for some time. You know, there is such a thing, and there's different strains of it and everything else. But the way it's they like a flu virus, just like any other virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wanted to put people in their homes. They wanted to put people away from other people, and, and just like the news, you can turn on any night in America. They're trying to scare the shit out of everybody. Because here's the thing: we are greater than they ever let us know. We have we have gifts and blessings and opportunities, and that you know we are co-creators with God. We and here's like, the thing: what Adam. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard that Jesus destroyed all sin, evil, death, and disease? Have I heard that? Yeah. I believe that personally. Are you asking me what no, I believe no, personally, or have I heard, heard that? I mean, I've heard it. I've heard it. Okay, yes. So the answer is yes. So if Jesus destroyed all sin, evil, death, and disease, what the, what the fuck is COVID-19 doing? What, what what the hell is that about? It doesn't exist. Germs are like sin. You can't just wash them off with sin. Okay? Jesus took care of that. And then that's why I said, he was like, look, 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 look. Listen, Linda, Linda, 
is wrong. <laughs> right. Something is definitely stinking in Denmark, yeah. and I'm going to investigate. And that's what he said he was going to do. That is uh, well, all the way around. Uh, we're living in an interesting time. We all agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard to make heads or tails. Of th I, it is nice to get your perspectives no, no, on. But that's, that's you know. the thing. It, it, we, we have the answer. We know the truth. And we have been reluctant to come forward because when we've tried to deliver this message before, we were shut down again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Are these guys working for Jesus? Are these guys that you, Abraham or whatever? The Galactic Federation is for Gaia. It's for the entire planet since the entire planet is affected by COVID-19, right? Right. We got 7 billion souls to look after. Plus, I happen to be the guardian angel for all the others that have come before. There hmm. is no more reincarnation. This is it. This is it. You 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 have your life. People are like, I'm tired of going back. I don't want to go through my Akashic records anymore. I've learned my lesson, God. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to be a wife beater. I'm not going to be an alcoholic. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm ready to live the good life, Lord. Stop abusing on. people. Is it is it for specifically that a, you, that's a characteristic is do you feel like those people are more attracted that are feeling like they're they are the abusers? Like is that someone that would be Everyone has been an abuser. Here's the thing, Adam. Everyone has been Hitler at one time or another. Everyone has been a victim at one time or another. Everyone has been married, divorced, These things and are addicts. true. Everyone has had their car repossessed. Everyone has been the person that hit another person. Everyone has been guilty of sin. Of sin. That's the bad. Everyone. But Jesus already took care of that. He already died on the cross. Now. And what did he say? What did he say? He said, it is finished. It is finished. But guess what? People are still calling themselves sinners. They're still calling themselves sinners. I'm a sinner. I'm going to go to church. Well, guess what? Church is closed. Now, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I, I personally still go to church every once in a while, and not uh, for any other reason uh, than that's where I get the best dance moves, because I do go... So you're checking out. White Lightning, you know you're checking out the lady. White Lightning, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm seeing you. I've seen you getting all dressed up. And White Lightning, I, I can kind of back her up on that because I've met you, dude. <laughs> 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 Sorry, he is, he is a gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, your your suave, chiseled looks. You, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't help it if I'm too sexy for my I remember that right said Fred story or whatever that you had going. <laughs> oh, he's in church, right? He's in church making his moves, getting his numbers, right? Talking about, I pray for you. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's meeting him. He's meeting him over drinks. He's taking him out to dinner. He's like, oh, well, I thought she was supposed to pray for me. He's like, oh, no, 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 Come on over the house and we'll have a little more wine. <laughs> <laughs> he believes in charity, right? He'll stand wine. That is some of I the funniest shit I've had on this show in a minute. <laughs> you you guys are a hoot. You know what? <laughs> We're talking about W I N E, and they're always W H I N E. So while he's doing his quote unquote confessionals, right? Um, I uh, I happen to dip in and check out what's going on, and you know, as he's saving souls and so forth. No, no. Um, I'm not trying know, to brag, we, but God gave me the gift of tongues. Okay, we provide. Yeah, uh. stop, stop right there, stop right there. What's <laughs> He's he's flirting right now. Do you hear him talking about his gift of tongues? Let's stop right there. <laughs> Maybe He's not talking about talking in tongues. Let me tell you, lady. Just back off. Oh, back no. Back off White Lightning. White Lightning. But, uh, he is a gigolo. He is a gigolo. He has been known to be very low-low. 
Um, but um, <laughs> the thing I like about white ladies is that he would refer these 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 hurt souls to me, and I would counsel them. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that everyone pretty much has the same dilemma. They feel alone. They feel misunderstood. Mm-hmm. They feel. That's what I love about you guys, man. You know, you, it, whatever it is, I'm not sure what the answers are, man. I'm not, and personally, I don't know if you or anybody else really does, but I'd like the positivity that comes out of it, man. And I do know, and I do agree that there's like a matrix, you know, I agree with that. I agree with this hologram shit. I don't know how, you know, I, I, I've heard David Icke say some shit, you know, you ever heard David Icke? Yep, yep, yep. And David Icke says, you know, that that matrix power is coming out of a hurricane on the North Pole of Saturn, you know, that's been going on for like 10,000 years and that Alpha Draconians. Well, about that hurricane? Well, the Alpha Draconians. Well, the Alpha Draconians know how to direct that energy through the moon as a, a firewall program. And then produce that matrix yeah. on. Well, yeah, you guys ever yeah. heard that shit? Yeah, no, those aren't. They're, they're blizzards. They're not hurricanes. It's the Antarctic. I mean, it's well, right. On yeah, Saturn? Yeah. But seriously, but honestly, yeah. guys, honestly, here's my, here's my answer. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm absolutely 100% right, but I am. All we got to do is realize <laughs> that we are all one. And as soon as we realize that we're all in this together, and then, and we throw in that love again, and, and, and that's love, like, I'm not talking about, you know, oh, here, 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 let me love you. Non-conditional no. love. Non-conditional love. There is no condition on it. We're going to love you regardless. If you don't love yourself, fuck that shit. We're going to love you anyway. We're going to love the source energy that you have because guess what? You wouldn't have a physical body if it weren't up to God. Now, this is where, Adam, you would cue uh, one nation under a groove and we would fade out. But I'm here to tell you that we are here for you. We are going to be offering webinars. It will be White Lightning and Madam Firestone, and we will be providing free resources so that you can get the answers that you need. I am here to answer questions. I know there's a lot of confusion. I know there's a lot of curiosity. Yeah. I'm really drawn to the curiosity. I want to take it in very simple steps. If you were a color, white lightning would be white. Okay? Adam, what color would you be? Blue. What is your aura? Am I blue? <laughs> well, I'm purple in the spirit world. Okay. So purple comes from red and blue, correct? Yeah. Red would be the blood of Christ. Blue would be ocean or sky. Which would you prefer? Hmm, sky. Okay, so you choose an air sign. Mm-hmm. Great. Guess what's else in the air? Angel. Hmm. Yeah, angel. Angel. Your guardian <laughs> angel. Your guardian angel, Lil. Your guardian angel, Lil, has a doggy energy. What's dog spelled backwards? Hmm. Hmm. I love you guys. <laughs> we got to wrap this show up. <laughs> this has been a hell of a show. You guys are amazing. I appreciate the positivity. I appreciate the stories, White Lightning, and I appreciate you, Madam Firestone. I love you guys so much. You're dear friends to me. I'm ho- you too, seriously, keep up the great work and keep doing what you're doing because, you know, positivity is... is, is- is lacking these days. And, and we need it. Is very I, I, I believe that there's path that you guys are providing for those that can hear that and you know how to get a hold of them after you've heard this stuff, guys. If you're interested, go for it, man. Please. Yeah. By I all means. University. F you. F you, guys. All right. Thank you for joining us in the last of the 72-hour hold. And guys, we're counting it down. This is the last uh, holy shit, five episodes until we finish this motherfucker. And you motherfuckers, I love you out there. And you motherfuckers here, I love you here too. All right, I gotta go have some wine. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, love All y'all. Right. Love, love you. you. Uh-huh. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that shit. So... 
<laughs> the Federation and uh, Firestone University. F you. I'd like you guys to, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> Fuck everything. Okay. What I'm really trying to say is, I, I'm thankful that <laughs> White Lightning. Madam fucking Firestone, we're able to be here tonight. Holy shit, dude. I can't even handle anything. It's too much. <laughs> Tune in next time, guys, for more Adam Air NDGED Underground Cartoon Therapy. You've been listening to Adam Air NDGED Underground Cartoon Therapy.